Kelly Alcoholic. Hey, Kelly. I'm going to time myself here so I can try and stay on track. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. <laughs> you got me too? Okay, good. Uh, so thanks for having me here to speak. Um, I'm grateful to be here today. My sobriety date is 11-18-18, and for that I'm very grateful. I have a sponsor, Sandy W. I have a home group, which is the 902 in, now it's in Villa Park, I think, right? Yeah, Villa Park. We change locations. Us alcoholics, we get kicked out of meeting halls, you know, and we got to go to a new place every now and then. And uh, I have two commitments right now and three sponsees. Um, you know, this has been a, a, a long road for me. I, uh, congratulations to the newcomers. Um, someone once told me that you never have to drink again, even if you want to. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are here and, and I hope that you hear something tonight either from myself or from Sandy that makes you want to come back or at least at minimum you go to bed tonight and, you know, you're sober when you hit your, your head on that pillow. Um, you know, I, I'm in my 40s and, and I started drinking at a young age and, you know, from as long as I can remember I just always fought life, you know. Um, sometimes I share that when I was born in a cold rainy day in September and it was cold and rainy in September the day I was born and my mom was in labor for 36 hours and uh, you know and and it was a really rough rough birth and and I came out kicking and screaming and I haven't stopped since and uh, you know I've just been fighting you know everything and everyone my whole entire life and uh, from as long as I could remember I always felt different and I always felt um, alone, you know. I, I remember as a little kid, I would talk to myself in my head like we all do, and for some reason, I thought I was the only one that could do that. I thought that was so cool that I could do that, and other people couldn't. Um, so I always felt I was special and different, you know, from the get-go. And uh, you know, fast forward, um, I have three children now, and and um, I, I ended up getting a divorce, and and. Um, you know, my I've got a, a a girl who's 26 years old, and she's been living on the streets for the last by choice, really, uh, for the last gosh seven or eight years now. And it's it's so hard to she's one of us. You know, it's so hard to watch people go go through um, life and and just not being able to get it. You know, and uh, you know, I, I got to a point in my drinking. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about my you know my my stories of my alcoholism obviously if I'm standing up here and you know I'm going to five to six to seven meetings a week depending on what my schedules like and I'm getting up you know every morning and I'm hitting my knees and I'm saying the third step prayer and the seventh step prayer and I'm surrendering on a daily basis like my life depends upon it um, and I'm working these steps and I'm sponsoring women I wouldn't do this stuff if I didn't have to uh, so, you know, I don't need to, to, you know, really qualify too much other than it got really freaking bad and I got very desperate. And even when I came in here, I came in here 12 years ago and I still tried to do it my way and it obviously didn't work because my sobriety date is 11, 18, 18. Um, and I tried so hard every way I could to do it my way and you know I've gotten in fights with my poor sponsor you know she'd tell me what to do and I'd yell at her and go I'm doing everything you're telling me to do and it's not working and you know and um, it wasn't until I finally gave up and I just surrendered you know and and there is something to say about the art of surrender because it really is an art you know you have to have several different little surrenders along the way and you have to do it all the time 
you know um, I like to think that I'm right a lot of the time and and you know it doesn't matter if I'm right or not nowadays it and you know and being right doesn't make me happy anymore you know um, and it's taken me a long time to figure that out um, you know I, I uh, <laughs> The first step was, was an interesting one for me because one of the things that I had to realize when I first came in here was I, I really needed to, to want this thing and I wanted to be able to, to give it my all and I needed to make sure that my life depended upon it and you know that, that happened a lot of the time but there were times where I was like you know what fuck it I don't care I'm gonna drink I don't care if I die to hell with it and I go back out there and I drink and you know I never die. I never die. I, I, you know, bad crap happens to me and people hate me, you know, and then I lose stuff that I like. And, you know, and then I'm like, you know, I'm back in here again. I've gotten two DUIs. You know, it's like, you know, I, um, so I finally just got to the point where, you know, I'm going to have to keep coming in here with my tail between my legs, so I might as well just do the work and stay, you know. And, uh, and by doing the work I've learned and, and by, you know, getting on my knees and praying, God's been changing me slowly and surely. I just take the action in my program and he changes me, you know, and um, I stay open and I stay willing and, you know, and, and my life gets a little bit easier. Um, you know, when I worked my fourth and fifth, and fifth step, the biggest thing that I got out of that for me, it wasn't really a relief. I didn't really enjoy telling somebody all of my deep, dark secrets. Um, and because I relapsed so many times, I had a few different sponsors, so, you know, I had to tell a few people my deep, dark secrets, and that wasn't fun. Um, you know, but I, I, the biggest thing that I learned, um, and Sandy's been my sponsor for several years now, but the biggest thing that I've learned from working the steps is that, you know, I lie to myself constantly. And um, I can't believe the lies that I tell myself anymore because this is broken. You know, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, um, my house isn't big enough, you know, all these things that I tell myself, um, you know, you don't like me, so I shouldn't care, so therefore I won't even talk to you. You know, I mean, I could go on and on with the lies that I tell myself, and you know, none of them are true. I mean, I used to write, had all these fears, all these fears, and I'd write them down and, and put them in this jar, you know, and I'd shut the jar real tight, and okay, God, I'm giving them to you, and please don't let these bad things happen to me, and, and uh, I moved not too long ago, and um, as a gift to the program, so, you know, I'm, I'm engaged to be married, I've been with a man in this program for 10 years, and he stayed sober, I didn't, which has been hard for my ego, but, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, and uh, we're getting married next year, and, and uh, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I have a beautiful life. It's not easy. It's a lot of freaking work, a lot of work. Um, but, but I'm very happy and content. And every day, not every day, because I don't want to lie to you, a lot of the time I get up and I do a grateful list in the morning, and, um, and I try to do that every day because my day goes better when I do it. But I still wake up late sometimes, and when I do, you know, that's that's the thing that goes. I'll pray, you know, and I'll do my readings. I've got them taped. I like to cheat when I can. I got them taped so I can like listen to my readings that I that take me 10 minutes to do every day. Um, I can listen to them while I put my makeup on. It works great if you're in a hurry. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm really happy today. I'm happy that I found AA and um, I'm not happy that I got to do this stuff but I'm happy that I have a solution now 
and um, and you know I'm really enjoying sponsoring women and you know there's something magical about um, oh I gotta send my sponsor a letter I got my little thing going on there um, <laughs> there's something magical about about taking another woman through the steps and you know it's a constant reminder to me so you know if, if you've been urged by your sponsor to start sponsoring and you don't want to because you don't want to for whatever your reasoning behind that is just do it because I, I tell you what your life's gonna get better and, and it's gonna change and you know I actually it's easy it's easier for me to stay sober sponsoring because I'm constantly reminded I tell these girls to do this stuff and then I'm like crap I gotta do it now too and um, and you know and, and when I'm in the book and I'm going through this the packets and the different things that we do in our sobriety line um, I'm constantly reminded where I need to be, what I need to be doing, how I'm going to stay sober. Every morning when I'm doing those readings every day that are repetitive that you know I hate and that I decided to tape because you know I just thought they were taking too long to do. Again, trying to do it my way, right? Um, but you know what they remind me every day? Hey, guess what? I'm an alcoholic, and I'm not. I, and unless I surrender my life to God, I, I mean, I, I don't know how my day's going to go. You know, I might not drink today, but if I allow myself to go off into that beaten path again and stop doing the work that I'm doing that's keeping me sober, everything that I'm doing, it's all encompassing for me. The meetings, the sponsorship, the, you know, the sponsoring, the, you know, it's all encompassing. And so, you know, what my sponsors taught me is that we have a recipe. And, you know, if you're making Toll House chocolate chip cookies and, you know, you leave out the, um, the chocolate chips, they're not chocolate chip cookies anymore, right? So the same thing. I mean, if I want all of the sweet stuff that comes with sobriety and I want it to turn out right, I need to do every little bit of the recipe for success that it takes. So um, with that, thank you.